to be with you. According to Matthew, when the Magi had departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, flee to Egypt and stay there until I tell you. Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. Joseph rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. He stayed there until the death of Herod, and what the Lord had said through the prophet might be fulfilled. Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod had died, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Rise, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the child's life were dead. He rose, took the child and his mother and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go back there. Because he had been warned in a dream, he departed for the region of Galilee. He went and dwelt in a town called Nazareth, that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He shall be called a Nazarene. The Gospel of the Lord. Many of us take family photos, don't we? I know because I got so many as Christmas cards and I see so many on my Facebook feed. Depending upon the size of the family and the ages of the children and the circumstances, we might dress in our Sunday best or maybe a casual photo in pajamas or all white on a beach somewhere. But nobody takes only one family photo, right? We take many, many photos, and then we sort through them to see which one is the best, the perfect family photo. Nowadays, with digital cameras, we can do that very quickly. I remember one time when I was 16 or 17, and my family was on vacation in France. We decided to take a family photo in front of the Eiffel Tower. My dad had a nice Nikon camera and a tripod, so he framed the photo very carefully, set the camera for 15 seconds, and then walked to get in the photo. And as we were waiting for the camera to click, we all noticed a French woman, an older woman dressed in black, walking toward us. And we were looking at her and wondering, how was she gonna fit into the photo? Was she gonna be before it or after it? And as she walked, and as she walked, she got directly in front of the camera at the exact instant that the camera clicked and took the photo. We were all watching it and we went from having plastic smiles to laughing hysterically at this scene. It's still one of my favorite family photos. Now, you know our manger scene, right? Our manger scene there on the side, as well as all of the artistic representations of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, represents 
the perfect family photo, right? There they are looking so serene and we get no sense of the exhaustion they must have felt after traveling 100 miles from Nazareth. There's no disappointment in this scene that they couldn't find a room and they're in a stable, not to mention the smell of sleeping with cows, donkeys, and sheep. Now that's not Jesus and Mary and Joseph's fault, right? It's just the artist wants to represent the serenity of Christmas night. And we do that with our own family photos. We want to present our best faces, even when family life might not be so serene. Because family life can be hard. And the struggles and the hardships we endure as a family make us who we are. Almost every time that we have the second reading we have today, the lecture, Bob didn't ask me today, will ask me if I want to read the long or the short form of the second reading because they think the longer version might sound controversial with all this wives be submissive to your husband stuff. Today we not only read it, but I want to preach on this controversial verse in the context of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. So the first is about wives, the second about husband, and the third about children. So what does it say in Greek? Wives, be subordinate to your husbands, as is proper to the Lord. Now, first of all, St. Paul didn't say subordinate. He spoke in Greek. He didn't know English. He said, wives, hypotasestē to your husbands. And it's a word that's only used once in the Bible. Now, it can be translated subordinate, but there are other definitions of that Greek word. It could mean put yourself in the shelter of your husband undergird your husband, provide support for your husband, be the foundation of your husband. In a real sense, women are the foundation of the family. It's from that foundation that a child grows and is born. And for each of us, a woman was from whence we received nourishment while we were in the womb and from whom we were born. Notwithstanding modern society where women may have children and still pursue careers, it is still largely women who take care of the foundation, the family home, and the children while men go out to provide. Mary was the foundation of the holy family who supported Joseph, and that couldn't have always been easy. She had to travel to Bethlehem while pregnant because Joseph was of the family of David. And then there's the gospel today where Mary has to be uprooted first from Bethlehem to Egypt, then from Egypt to Judea, then from Judea to Galilee because of Joseph's dreams. You think Mary ever said, hey, Joseph, enough with these dreams. I'm trying to make a household. No. I think she said, okay, Joseph, I trust you. I'll support you. I'll be your foundation. And the second line, husbands, love your wives and avoid any bitterness toward them. Now, it seems like the husband has it easy, right? Just love and not be bitter. That's until you realize that the word that St. Paul uses for love, which is agapate. Agape love is the most demanding type of love there is. It's not based upon attraction or friendship. It's a self-sacrificing love. It wills what is better for the other. 
In Ephesians 5.25, St. Paul uses the same word, agapate, to say, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Well, how did Christ love the church? He died for the church. You've heard the expression, men, women and children first. That was coined by men in disaster situations, meaning that women and children should be saved first. That is agape love on the part of men. And that is the love that Joseph had for Mary. But that love, that selfish, sacrificial love, should characterize all aspects of the relationship between a husband and his wife. Even if it means watching an occasional Hallmark movie, doing the dishes, or taking out the garbage. Love as Christ loved. And finally, there's one for the children. St. Paul says, children, obey your parents in all things. And that is not just St. Paul, that's one of the commandments. Now the Greek word for obey that St. Paul used is hypakwete. And it doesn't mean a blind obedience. It means heed your parents, yield to them, listen to them. Even Jesus listened to his parents when they found him in the temple. As I get older, I truly value the advice of people who are older than me lived longer and largely gained more wisdom. Children, just because your parents may be dumber than you with technology does not mean you have more wisdom than they do. My dad passed away 10 years ago. And I can't tell you what I would give just to have one more long conversation with him. But you know what? The conversation would be totally one-sided. I would have no intent of telling him about what I've been doing for the last 10 years, even if he wanted to know. I would be asking questions about what wisdom he gained during his 73 years as a student, a lawyer, a deacon, a husband, a father, and a friend. Children, listen to your parents while you have them now. You won't have them forever. My dad taught me many things, things that have made me the man I am. But I often wish I could ask him, for more advice. Family photos are great. I love looking back at the family photos and the albums at my mom's house to remember times that we were together with great joy. Sure, there are ones where one of us is grumpy and not smiling. I'm kind of embarrassed by some of the clothes I was wearing in the 1970s. And there's that one with the old French lady blocking us out. But our aspiration is not just to have perfect family photos, but to build a holy family with supportive wives, loving husbands, and attentive children, all centered around the source of love, Jesus Christ, who is the center of the original holy family. Please stand.